0: by sharing what the clients of Wall Street Mashman have done to get results like these. Enjoy this episode. Hey guys, if you like the content on this episode today, I want you to go and click the subscribe button to make sure that you get all of our future episodes as well because we've been putting out two to three of these every single week with really, really valuable information that's going to help you get into the top investment banks in the world. So I just want to make sure that you don't miss any of it, okay? Today, I wanna to talk about uh, the three things that you should look for uh, when it comes to getting investment banking recruiting advice from other people, okay? The reason I wanna talk about this is because um, I'm just, to be frank, sick and tired of something that I've been seeing a lot, which is, I see a lot of people um, let other people tell them whether they can get into investment banking or not, right? Uh, and I see this in one of two ways. Uh, I a lot of times, for example, I will see uh, parents or friends or I don't know, even just random strangers online um, tell students that, or tell their kids or other students that uh, they're not good enough to break in, right? And then I see these students who have been told by others that they're not good enough to break into investment banking, and because of that, they get discouraged and then they just give up, right? Um, if that, if you've experienced that before, or if you thought about giving up because you were discouraged by other people to pursue something. Um, that is the biggest mistake you could ever make because this is your life. This is your career. You do not want to let other people, haters or whoever, or even if they're not haters, even some of your parents, maybe your parents love you, but sometimes like you got to tune out uh, these bad voices in your head or just other people's opinion uh, and believe in yourself, right? So that's that's the first one. The second uh, thing, which is, Probably even more common that I see a lot is um, I'll see people uh, tell students like, "Hey," um, or either parents telling their kids, or again, you know, upperclassmen telling underclassmen, "Like, "Uh, hey, you should be able to get into must making on your own, right? You should be able to get into must making um, if you just work hard, right? Uh, Without and sometimes these people don't even really know that what it actually entails, right? What does this task? Getting to investment banking actually entails, especially when it comes to parents. No offense to parents out there. I'm a dad myself, love my daughter to death. But a lot of parents aren't familiar with investment banking, right? Um, but you know, they still feel like they should be giving career advice when it comes to breaking in because you know it's their kid, right? So you want to be careful who you actually listen to. Um, and so what are the top three things again that I think you should look for? Again, the first thing is you want someone who's credible. Right. And what do I mean by that? So I'll give you an analogy. Like, if you get sick, right, who would you go and see? You would go and see the doctor, right? You go see your physician. You go see the doctor. You would not go and see, uh, I don't know, your parents, unless your parents are doctors. But, you know, for most people, like, you would not go and see your parents, um, even though they're your parents, right? Even though they love you, obviously. But you want someone who understands how the recruiting process works. So, in this analogy, like, you want someone who understands you know, biology and and the human body and, you know, why you're sick, right? Uh, but, But from a recruiting standpoint, you want someone who understands how the recruiting process works, what is the recruiting timeline, what are all the things that you need to do during that time, what order do you actually need to do it in? All of these things are, you know, things that a lot of times parents don't understand, and then they use this, like, general statement, which sounds correct in theory, which is like, hey, as long as you work hard, you should be able to figure it out. Right. Like that, that technically, that technically could apply to anything. Right. Um, but most parents just, they don't have any idea the degree of difficulty that getting to investment banking actually entails. And it's not their fault. They're just not investment bankers. Right. Um, second thing that you want to look for is continuing with this doctor analogy. You don't want to just pick any doctor. Right. If you get sick, um, you want someone who has treated a lot of patients. Uh, who are similar to you or who have similar symptoms as you, right? Like if you need to get heart surgery, you probably want to go get heart surgery from not just any surgeon, but a, but but a, someone who who's a heart surgeon and has done many, many operations before, right? Because it's pretty serious if you have to get heart surgery, right? Uh, if you're trying to break into a certain career, that's pretty serious. You want someone who's helped many other people get into that career before, um, you know, just like how you wouldn't want the person operating on you to be like a resident in med school who's doing their first operation ever, right? Like that doesn't that doesn't make you feel good. That doesn't make you feel safe, right? You don't want to put something so important in their hands, right? Um, so same thing here. It's like, you know, a lot of people say, well, I want to bring in investment banking. Um, I'm just going to ask like my upperclassmen to help me out, right? Um, I think the upperclassmen in this analogy is that med school student who's in residency, right? They haven't really operated that many times before. At most, they've gone through the investment banking recruiting process one time on their own. They happen to have gotten in maybe only at one bank, right? Because most people out there like only get one offer. Um, and so it's a very, very small sample size. And also they might not be, not they might not be, they are definitely not the exact same candidate that you are, right? And so anytime upperclassmen give you advice, it's mostly going to be based on what worked for them, but what worked for them may or may not work for you, right? And a lot of times what worked for them may, they, they might not even know why it worked, right? It's kind of like when you're trying to, I don't know if you guys have tried to learn snowboarding before. Like when I try to learn skiing or snowboarding for the first time and you're asking someone, uh, one of your friends who already knows how to ski or how to snowboard and you're like, Hey, show me how to ski or snowboard. They're like, yeah, just watch how I, how I'm doing it. And like, this is how you carve, right? And you're like, Okay, yeah, I see you're doing that, but that doesn't mean that I know how to do it, right? Um, and But they don't really know how to teach you either because they're not a snowboarding instructor, right? They just like to them, it's second nature already. And so you, you want whoever is helping you and giving you advice not to not just be someone who's done it once or knows how to do it themselves. Um, you want someone who's taught many, many other people to do to do what you're trying to do ideally, right? So that's the second thing. The third thing is you want someone who has a vested interest in your outcome. Okay. And so what do I mean by having a vested interest in your outcome? So, um, the person who's giving you advice, uh, how much, like just ask yourself, like, how much does it matter to them whether you actually get this job or not? Right. Because it's really, really easy for a friend to, you know, who's already in investment banking, perhaps, you know, like a lot of times people go to their friends who have already gotten into banking and they'll say, Oh, like, do you think I need to do this? Or do you think I need to do that? Or, oh, do you think I need to get more help uh, from a company like Wall Street Mastermind? And their friend's like, oh, no, you don't need to do that because I didn't do that and I got in. So you'll be fine, right? The thing is, like, it's very easy for them to sit there and say that when they've already gotten in. But at the end of the day, if you take their advice and it doesn't work out for you and you don't get in, like, are they going to be able to do anything about it for you? Like, are they going to be able to fix that for you? No, they're not going to be, right? Are they going to even... Care that you didn't get in. Uh, they might feel bad for you for about 30 seconds and then they're going to move on. They're going to keep living their life, right? You're the one ultimately, you're the only person who's going to have to live with the consequences of your decisions and your actions, right? So at the end of the day, you know, just you need to trust your own feelings. You need to trust your gut. You need to trust like where you think you're at. Like if you genuinely feel like you're not prepared and you need the help, then you need to go out and get that help right um don't listen to someone else just because they told you one thing like what is what is your friend supposed to say to you by the way when you ask them like hey am I gonna be fine like oh no you're totally screwed like yeah you should totally get help you know like it, it, if they if they were able to do it um and they tell you like no no, no you're totally screwed you can't do it. like that's just that's just awkward right that's just uncomfortable that's like it's like that they're saying they're better than you right um even if they are like they're not gonna say that right? But you just have to be honest with yourself about what kind of situation you're actually in, right? Um, and so the last thing too, like on this point, like about having a vested interest is like, you know, does this person um, benefit from you succeeding? And does this person also, are they going to be hurt by you not succeeding, right? Because if this person has skin in the game uh, and, you know, if you succeed, they also succeed. And if you don't succeed, they don't succeed. Then their incentives are gonna be aligned with yours, right? This is one of the biggest differences when people say like, well, why should I get help from Wall Street Mastermind? Not just like my friend or an upper or whatever. It's like one, your friend or your upper probably not gonna spend that much time with you because like they're just helping you for free, doing doing it as like a favor. And maybe they'll talk to you for a little bit. Like you're not gonna be able to constantly bug them all the time with every little silly question that you have. You're gonna have a lot of those, right? Because the investment banking recruiting process is tricky, right? Uh, with Wall Street Mastermind, we're obligated to help you. And also not only not that just obligated, we want to help you because if you work with us and you don't get into investment banking, it actually hurts our reputation, right? At the same time, if you work with us and like most of our clients, you get into investment banking, you become, you know, like a walking living testimonial, right? Like that's how word of mouth spread. That's why our, our, our word of mouth has been so good and it's, it's spread over time and our business has grown so fast. So that's just something to keep in mind. All right, guys? Thanks for listening to this episode. Interested in discovering how you can get personalized one-on-one coaching from Wall Street National to help you beat out the massive amount of competition out there? Head on over to www.wallstreetmastermind.com slash apply. And the street is abbreviated to ST, so it's really wallstmastermind.com slash apply. And our team looks forward to speaking with you.